Hi everyone. Uh, so yeah, my name's Beth. I'm from Me, Myself and Mental Health, the mental health blog. Uh, you can find me at www.memyselfandmentalhealth.wordpress.com. Um, and yeah, I haven't done this for a while because I have been on holiday and then I, um, I'm a trainee counsellor, so I had to submit my dissertation and that's all gone. Yay! So I'm back to it again. And the plan was really to, um, I went to go and see some shows at the Edinburgh Fringe. That's where I went on holiday. Um, you can't, it's weird calling it a holiday though, to be honest. It's more like a, it's just a week of being in a, in a bubble. It's, it's brilliant. If you haven't been, I really recommend going. Um, there's just hundreds of shows on. Um, and there's a bit of, there's a bit of everything, you know, for everyone. Um, they have like, comedy improv plays even magic shows and things like that um so yeah the, that's where i was for the week and while i was there i saw some shows that focused on mental health um and i thought what would be good is if i sort of i've made notes after i went to go and see those shows and i wanted to talk about them in my blog my first blog post back after these two weeks off so so yeah what i'm gonna do is um yeah, the whole purpose behind this is just to make it accessible to everybody. Uh, I'm not sure whether people are enjoying them or not, um, but hopefully they're proving to be uh, beneficial for some people. I know it can be it can be a bit tiring and maybe a bit long to read some of these posts. And I feel like this one's especially long. So by having this uh, audio episode of it, you can listen to it instead if you want to. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to read out basically what I've put and talk a little bit about the shows that I saw um, and why you should go and see them too. So I've put, uh, it's been really weird not blogging for a good couple of weeks. I've missed it and I really have. It's been really weird. Um, if you read my last post, this has been because I was away for a week at the fabulous Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And then I had my hand in date for my dissertation, which thankfully all done, submitted and gone forever. Um, so to jump straight back in, this post is going to be looking at the shows I saw at the Edinburgh Fringe, which focused on mental health. So I'm pretty much just repeating myself there. But these audio episodes, I probably am going to uh, go off on a tangents and ramble. So, yeah, that's the warning for you. <laughs> OK, so the first one I've written about was called Every Brilliant Thing. And in this one man play, we followed the story of a young lad who was seven years old, to be exact. Uh, who is trying to make sense of his mum's depression and thoughts of suicide. Um, so he was a grown man, the man that was doing the one-man play, but he was doing it from sort of like the perspective of a seven-year-old him. And he explained that after his mum attempts to take her own life, he decides to start a list about all the brilliant things in the world worth staying alive for. The venue was really small and intimate, um, it was it was called the Roundhouse in Edinburgh and it was literally, yeah, it was a roundhouse, believe it or not. So the stage was in the middle and all the stairs were going around it. So it just felt like you were in the play and people were in the play. Um, the actor, he gave out pieces of paper with a number and a reason on them for them to read out during the play. So every time he went like um, number 1000, Somebody had to shout out surprises. And that was my boyfriend. So that's why I remembered him. Um, and other things they, they included, like being allowed to stay up late past your bedtime to watch TV and ice cream. And those are all excellent choices, in my opinion. 
and it was a moving but a very funny play and there was one line that was just incredible and it still makes me tear up now there's there is a trailer of it on on youtube and if you search every brilliant thing you'll you'll find it and the lines in that and he says if you get through your entire life without ever once feeling crushingly depressed then you probably haven't been paying close enough attention and i just i love that it's just fantastic because life is hard <laughs> life is so hard um and it throws so many hurdles your way. And I have, I myself have had depression and, you know, things just get on top of you. And is it any wonder? So I loved that line. I just, I loved it. Um, and I thought what I'd do as well is sort of give people the links in my blog posts to the tickets uh, for these plays and, and these shows that I saw. So I have included that in, in the blog post. Um, but I'll give it you now. Maybe I'll put them in the description too for you. Um, so I've put the play has been on a world tour and they seem to have reached their last few for performances. There's there's one, there's some, I think there's like a week or something in the US. Um, and then they're coming back over here for, it looked like about a month um, in London. So yeah, and you can find the tickets at www.painsplow.com forward slash play forward slash every brilliant thing but I think yeah I'll probably put those in the description for you on SoundCloud so that you can easily access them um and it was yeah it was a lovely play I really do I recommend going and seeing that um while you still can apparently it's been really um popular and this is the second time it's come back for a tour so and I'm, I'm not surprised really after I've seen it it was it was very good and, and moving and got you thinking about life like you left thinking about about your life and about the brilliant things in your life and it's really made me want to keep my own little book or something of every brilliant thing in my life so yeah the next one I saw was called Dead Baby Frog and it was by um, a comedian called Sophie Hagen who you may have heard of she's got a really good po podcast called Made of Human podcast um, she has been on the telly on the BBC and things uh, and she's quite vocal on social media and things about um about body image um and feminism and things so yeah i'd find her out for you i think you should find you know find her on those platforms um so i've put she's one of my favorite comedians so her tickets were some of the first that i bought uh, she's an incredibly thoughtful individual who tries to make her audiences as comfortable as possible including setting up an email for you to get in touch if you have specific requirements which i think is brilliant and it's on her website when you when you look at the tours at the gigs that she's doing um and it says it's like a, an email that she set up so that if you have anxiety or something, you can get in touch with them and let them know that you need, like, say, a seat at the end or something like that. And they'll try and make it work for you, which is excellent. Um, and at the beginning of the show, she even left little leaflets on each individual seat with a with a trigger warning because the show was about emotional abuse. Um, and she was very open, honest about her her own experiences with her granddad who would hurl emotional abuse at her throughout her childhood and made her life generally difficult and I respected her a huge amount for talking about this because as someone who's experienced emotional abuse themselves um, it's a hard thing to relive and that isn't something that I've ever talked about on my blog before uh, but I'm thinking that it might be she sort of inspired me to talk about that maybe in the future uh, Sophie talks about the effects this has had on her, including anger issues and needing to have a psychologist to work through this, 
Although it is, it was rather a serious topic, she shared the humour that she'd found along the way, um, and it demonstrates how important this is, even through the most difficult of times. Um, and she is on tour at the moment with this Dead Baby Frog show of hers, and you can find the tickets at www.sophiehagen.com forward slash tour, and she's going all around the country, so... Um, like all around the UK, so you'd be able to catch her somewhere, I'm sure, if the tickets are still available. Um, the next show I saw was called Sometimes I Adult, um, and this is a show by somebody called Alice Sainsbury, who I'd sort of been in touch with a little bit over uh, Twitter and Instagram after finding her in the programme, completely by chance. Um, so, And she's lovely, she's really lovely. Um, and in her show, she shares her experiences with OCD and she separates it into four parts or how she sees it as these four different parts of her OCD. So the symptoms, the diagnosis, the recovery and the relapse. And I could see so much of myself in Alice's own experiences, which made me well up on a few occasions because there's just something so special about hearing somebody else putting the words to the way you think and feel like the way that you've just you live every single day and hearing somebody else say the same thing they feel the same thing they go through the same thing is just incredible um Alice brought along a couple of stringed instruments and I put that because I knew one was a ukulele but I couldn't remember the name of the other one um and her lovely singing voice and she partnered this with a loop pedal so the loop pedal is like the thing that like Ed Sheeran uses when he does the live shows um, and she used this to really hammer home how the obsessive thoughts that come with OCD are endless and the effect was was brilliant. Um, so she sang and she sort of like recorded over the top of it. And um, yeah, and it was it, you really got that sort of like the claustrophobicness of the thoughts. If that's a word. <laughs> I've put she really used this to hammer home like how endless they are and the effects were absolutely brilliant. Um, and I took my boyfriend along to see this with me and I felt that Alice portrayed what living with OCD is like perfectly. I don't think she's touring with this show, but I really think it could teach people so much about this anxiety disorder. So I really hope that, you know, other people get a chance to see it because it, it was a brilliant piece of work. So the next one I saw was called Happy Hour and this show was incredible. You may have heard of Jack Rook before. He currently has a three-part documentary on BBC iPlayer called Happy Man. Um, and Happy Hour sort of seemed like an extension of that. After his best friend died by suicide, Jack used this show to focus on male suicide and mental health. And it's one of the best things I have ever seen. He takes us back to the beginning of his university days when he first met his best friend, which featured the typical drinking, partying and being a shit spoken word poet, which are his words, not mine. And Jack highlights how, as the years went on, they seemed to start winning at life, the two of them, him and his best friend, uh, being presented with brilliant opportunities. However, his best friend was struggling with his mental health at the time, and it was difficult for him to find the happiness in, in those opportunities. And Jack spoke about how he lost touch with his friend and the last phone call they had before it happened. And somehow Jack made this show hilarious, but incredibly poignant. He raised the important point that we need to be doing more in the UK than just opening up and talking about our experiences. We need to take active steps and start pumping more funding into the mental health system to ensure that we help absolutely everybody as quickly as they need it. 
Jack also highlighted the fact that cuts to mental health funding in poorer seaside areas around the UK attribute to higher rates of medication, depression and suicide, as well as the importance of how to appropriately report when somebody dies by suicide. And in the blog post, I've put a link to the Samaritans where they actually have their own page about how to appropriately report when somebody dies by suicide which is something that I haven't thought about admittedly before I saw Jack's show so I'm really glad that I did because it's made me think about it and I might even write a blog post on that in the future because I do feel it's really important um and yeah google google the thing about about um those cuts to the seaside towns there's the guardian have a piece on it um and that those areas such as Blackpool they have one of the highest percentage in the UK for prescription prescriptions of antidepressants being given out to people um so yeah and and him saying that we need to be doing more than just talking about our experiences and opening up I totally agree like talking and opening up about our experiences is so so important like being able to get off our chest what's in our minds is so important but we also as a country especially those people higher up than us in the government our MPs you know um the royal family speaking out about mental health is brilliant but we need those people need to be doing more to ensure that we have enough money in our mental health system to help everybody because without that money we don't have the services and without the services we can't help anybody who's you know we can't help enough people who are speaking out about their mental health so I really appreciate what Jack said and again I think that might be something that I write a blog post on because, you know, it, it's made me think about what, what do I do more than just, you know, blogging and, and talking about my mental health. Like maybe I need to do more in that respect. Maybe I need to campaign. Maybe I need to contact my MP. Maybe I need to, you know, get out there a little bit more and take active steps to do something about it. Um so yeah, it's definitely given me a lot of food for thought. And in this show, I just cried from beginning to end. I never thought I was going to compose myself. Like when the show finished, I was like, am I ever going to stop crying? <laughs> and I have so much admiration for his bravery and doing something like that because the Fringe goes on for a month. So every single day, Jack has been getting up there on that stage and talking about his best friend's suicide. And that is that must be one of the most difficult things that you've had to do Jack <laughs> ever like I just yeah I can't I can't get over that so big hats off to Jack for that um and it's such a difficult topic anyway but it's so close to home for him um and if he decides to take it on tour then you must go and see it uh, he did mention that, that they might be taking that that on tour he, his last show Good Grief he did uh, which was about his dad's death um that he did with his nan um I never got to see that and I'm so sad that I didn't I really hope that I do get the chance to see that at some point but yeah so hopefully fingers crossed his shows are excellent he has a lot of good stuff to say but he's also hilarious and hopefully he'll take happy hour on tour so everybody can see it so the last show that I'm going to talk about is called Body of Work um and I've put back in April of this year I went to another comedy festival in Wales where I first saw Jordan Brooks perform this show as a work in progress I'm not going to tell you what the comedy festival is in Wales because 
I feel like quite protective over it. It's it's very small. People, a lot of people don't know about it, and it's just excellent. Like a lot of people end up taking their work in progress shows there to get it ready for Edinburgh. Um, and he sold it about being he sold it as being about his nan's experience with dementia and focused on how this affected her behaviour as a result. Um, but however, although he primarily spoke about this for most of the show, there were times when he made reference to things that I identified with, such as a bad thought marble. He described this as an inappropriate, distressing thought that just pops out of nowhere and you have to sort of flick it back to the back of your mind to get rid of it. And when he said that, I was like, I immediately thought of my own intrusive thoughts that come with my OCD. I was thinking, oh, I have I have them. I get those bad thought marbles. Like, they just pop out of nowhere. They're so annoying. Um, and at the end of the show, it actually stopped being so much about his nan's experience of dementia and more about his own experience in life. Uh, to be more precise, his experience with OCD. And when I first saw this as a work in progress, I couldn't believe it. I was so moved that it made me cry. Like I really didn't, I didn't expect it at all. It came from nowhere. Um, and it was just a, incredibly moving. It was just amazing. Because I'd, I'd, I'd identified with what he was saying and it turned out to be the exact same thing that I was thinking of. Um, and Jordan was nominated for Best Show at Edinburgh Fringe, which was entirely deserved after being, after he was like so honest and he opened up about something so personal. And I love the final finished show just as much as the work in progress. And I'll always hold a special place for it. He also made reference to the brown dog of doubt as opposed to the black dog of depression, which I thought was fab. And I will be using it from now on to explain my own OCD. So details of Jordan Giggs, you can find it at www.chortle.co.uk forward slash comics forward slash J forward slash three four double zero six forward slash Jordan underscore Brooks. So that's quite long and complicated. I'm definitely going to inc include all of these links in the description box. Um, so yeah, so that you can like have a look for these yourselves and sort of decide um, whether you want to go to any of your own. I definitely recommend all of these. They're all fantastic. So, so yeah, I had a brilliant week. Um, go to the Edinburgh Fringe. It's amazing. Go and see these people. They're amazing. And I'm really happy to be back doing this again. So as always, let me know if you have any feedback um, about these audio recordings or about my blog in general, to be honest. Um, always appreciate hearing from people. Um, and yeah, you can contact me by my blog or you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. So it's me, my, N, M, H uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody, um, if anybody's listening, so I will be blogging again weekly from now on, and that means that I will talk to you next week with a brand new blog post, so take care everybody, bye!